difference between one supplement and others. Discount houses seem to offer supplements at a much lower cost. You get what you pay for. Now, I understand that that is one of the well-beaten cliches in life, but it's absolutely true. Uh, yes, there are overinflated priced products, certainly, but within reason, um, you, you, you want, again, want to avoid those extremes we talk about. You know, the real high-end stuff may or may not be worth it. The real cheap stuff is probably worth it. What you want is something in the middle, hopefully. Not all supplements are created equal. First of all, it's not just what you take, it's what you absorb. And if you're 50 years of age and older and you're taking rock-hard vitamin tablets from discount houses, you know, real cheap bargain, $6.95 for a month's supply, uh, the chances of you getting much absorption from that is very minimal, probably about 10 to 20 percent. Secondly, where do these supplements uh, get, their, get their nutrients from? Are they all synthesized in a laboratory? How about the minerals? Are those minerals chelated? Or are they just ground up rocks? You see, when it comes to producing a dietary supplement, there should be hours, if not months, if not many months of research that go into them. We are well informed as to the factors that affect absorption, digestion, assimilation, and utilization of nutrients inside the human body. And not all supplements are created equal. Lastly, most of these discount supplements provide only a fraction of the nutrients that your body needs every day. Keep in mind that your body needs at least a hundred nutrients every day of its life. So when you look at one of those discount products thinking you're getting a good deal from your big warehouse or your local drugstore, just roll over the supplement facts box and just count the number of nutrients. You will be surprised to find that the really good ones have about 50 or 60, which means they're only missing half of them. If you're going to bother to take a supplement, take one that's actually going to meet your body's daily requirement. Next, what would be the best nutrients for someone with type 2 diabetes? Well, again, diabetes, uh, more broad spectrum, which includes what, what we now call Syndrome X, which is type 2 diabetes, hypoglycemia, morbid obesity, uh, insulin resistance, uh, combined with elevated cholesterol, hypertension, and so forth. That's that cluster of symptoms uh, we now call Syndrome X. Well, there are some key nutrients that are very, very beneficial, and together with diet can oftentimes help the body to completely control this problem. Um, the key nutrients that we would recommend would be chromium, vanadium or vanadyl sulfate, aspartic acid, bilberry extract, a couple of extra antioxidants, and we might even throw an anti-inflammatory in there. And those particular nutrients have been shown over and over again, year after year after year, to be extremely vital, especially in individuals who have one or more factors of what we call insulin resistance or Syndrome X. Diabetes, specifically type 2 diabetes, falls into that category. All right, next. Why are some people so super sensitive to carbohydrates and others can seem to eat all they want? Well, 
that's what they call poetic justice, I suppose, in some ways. Um, the reason for that, quite simply, is called biochemical individuality. Each and every one of us is uniquely different. And we were just talking about Syndrome X a few moments ago, uh, which sets an individual up for obesity, um, hypertension, um, low blood sugar, and of course high blood sugar, which is type 2 diabetes. Um, these particular problems um, come about due to a condition called insulin resistance. The more resistant your body is to insulin, the greater the problem will be. If you have significant insulin resistance, it causes your body to overproduce the hormone insulin. And when that occurs, the excess insulin converts carbohydrates to glucose to stored fat. And that's why some people can seemingly consume 500 grams of, of pure carbohydrate a day and not gain an ounce because their carbohydrate conversion system is working either very well or, or overtime. Uh, and then there are others uh, that can walk by a pot of pasta cooking on the stove and gain two pounds just from the fumes. And that's the other extreme. That's very uh, excess uh, insulin sensitivity. Uh, if you are an insulin sensitive person, you just have to grow up and understand that you have to limit the amount of carbohydrates you consume. However, as with our discussion with type 2 diabetes, there are nutrients such as chromium, vanadium, aspartic acid, bilberry extract, that can greatly help to reduce insulin sensitivity. This will allow you to manage your weight more effectively, manage blood sugar more effectively, keeping it from going too low or too high, and so forth. Again, there are nutrients that can help the body to heal itself. If you are interested in any of these formulations, if any of these concepts, if anyone you know is suffering from one of these conditions, please give us a call. You can reach us toll-free at 1-800-440-2390. You can also access much of our research information on our website at www.healthyinformation.com. I'm Dr. Whiting. Thanks for listening. Keep those very interested questions coming in, and we'll be doing more questions and answers from our members. Thanks for listening.